Hi, welcome to Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative. My name is Sage. I'm Preston. I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Max. We're coming from St. Bridget's Catholic College and we'll be your host for today's show. Our guest on the show today is Tom Wood, a composer, voiceover artist and audio branding specialist from here in the Central Coast. Our theme for today's show is discrimination within the gaming community. But don't forget to stick around for Pressure in a Box. Welcome to Pressure in a Box. This week's game will have a 10 second limit to answer the questions. If you haven't tuned in before, Pressure in a Box is a box full of questions that will be picked at random to ask one another. We are going to start the clock. This is the noise you will hear after the 10 second timer has run out. I will be starting game off with the first question and that is, what is your biggest regret, Max? Uh, I've got to say it was probably V-Box. It was just a waste of money. Anyway, Sage, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? I think I'd go with the mountain goat because they're just such a sturdy animal and they can get to places which are incredible. They're they're such cool creatures, you know? Now on to our second last round. Sophie, if you were to have built a time machine, what's the first thing you would have done with it? I would go back into time when there are a lot of Krispy Kreme stores still around and I would buy the entire franchise and save it. I would keep the Krispy Kreme stores thriving and alive. On to our last round. Preston, what is something you wish people would stop saying? I think people should stop saying LOL because I think it's kind of cringy in text. Hopefully that helped to kick off our podcast and get to know each other. Well, sit back and let Max and I take you through segment one of today's episode. Hello everyone, I'm Sophie. And I'm Max. Today we're going to be talking about sexism in the gaming community. To start us off, Max is going to tell us a little bit about his experience with the gaming community. So, I'm a person that enjoys to play online games with my friends. And sometimes when we go into the game chat to meet new people, like, some people are just being sexist towards women. Like, not very cool. Yeah, no, that makes sense. As someone who's never really played online games before, but I do know through friends how unwelcome and unsafe the community can be towards its female players. Yeah, from what I've witnessed, like, it's pretty bad. And on a similar but different topic, like, the game, women game characters are, like, really sexualized. Same with, like, the people that play them. Yeah, what kind of characters? Like, on GTA, like, just women. In general? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. in general. Uh, Overwatch, like, mostly Tracer, Widowmaker, and I'd say D.Va. Um, Valorant, I don't know too much about Valorant, but I know... Yeah, I've heard its characters are pretty sexualized. Um, and I've also heard that, uh, the community... Like, I've even overheard it myself, just through, like, being on a call with my friend who's playing games. Like, the amount of sexist jokes you will overhear is... It's it's really shocking. Yeah, it's bad. And it, I just feel like... It's been normalized so much, especially because of the media and how that it's not, there's not really any 
repercussions if you do say sexist jokes through um, online gaming because no one really cares and it just gets swept under the rug. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, what type of um, comments have you heard from like your friends? Oh, just like it's stuff like, oh, go back into the kitchen or she can't play games, she's a girl and stuff like she must have cheated because she won. And it's, it's just so stupid because at the end of the day, the only thing that is doing is having a negative impact on that girl. Like it's not doing anything, it's not changing anyone's life except for making that poor person's life worse. Yeah, the gaming community is very toxic, but like specifically like to women, like they're really bad. Yeah, and it's just sad because even though there is a lot of hate towards um, the men within the gaming community, it's not all of them. There's still guys there who aren't that bad and they're still nice to the female players and like get along with them. It's just that collective of bad people who just make those jokes, but they're not even funny, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like in those situations when the guy will try and help the girl or defend them, they'll just be called a simp. Has anything like that ever happened to you? It sounds like you're speaking from personal experience. Well, once I was called a simp because I overheard, like, this guy just being sexist to, like, a woman. Yeah, like, what happened? How did you handle that? I just blocked him and muted him. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous, and you should be able to talk to anyone without being called something like that or just being paid out just because you're being nice to someone. But anyways, that concludes our first segment about sexism in the gaming community. Stick around because after a short break you'll be hearing from our special guest Tom Wood. Tom Wood is an audio branding expert, voiceover artist and composer. He has worked on many notable projects such as the Dolphins NRL team and Dan Murphy's television ads and many more. Welcome to Youth View Tom. Your first question is... What music is at the top of your playlist currently? Thank you for having me. That's a great question. And I'm going to have to reach into my phone and have a look. Um, what is at the top of my list? I like to look at my recently played. So uh, I've got the Teskey Brothers in there, uh, a, a, a great group out of Melbourne. Um, there's also a bit of Mac DeMarco. And one of my favourites, which always gets a spin, is Ray LaMontagne. Interesting. Well, currently on top of mine right now is a German thrash metal band called Sodom, if you've ever heard of them. Amazing. Mm. Different end of the scale to acoustic well, folk. Very different end of the scale. <laughs> <laughs> when did you figure out that you had an interest in the creative industry? Um, well, I didn't really even know it existed until about, oh, probably about 15 years ago or so on, in working in the professional creative industry. Um, I, I didn't even know what I do today existed. So it wasn't honestly until about 10 years ago when I started working in the industry that I discovered all these musical pathways within advertising and that I could actually do what I love doing. So I'd, I'd say it's only really been in the last 15 years that I've found a, a professional passion for it. What exactly is audio branding and how did you get into it? I stumbled into it a little bit at the start and found my, you know, draw on my passion of music and then the career I was working in at in advertising and, and meshed them together. 
Um, so audio branding is, in a nutshell, the use of sound to define a brand. Um, so if you think about how brands are defined by the colours they use, the fonts they use, um, it's exactly the same as that but using sound. So if you think of when you, if I say the words, did somebody say, you could probably sing menu log off the back of that. Or if I go, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, there's a good chance you know what fast food retailer that is. So that's audio branding in a nutshell. I kind of that kind of happened to me too. I kind of just stumbled into playing bass. Oh, nice one! Oh, mm. you're bass player. Yes. Oh, beautiful, mm. excellent. You work for Southern Cross Radio Network. Do you feel a lot of pressure for working for such a popular network? Yes, um, there's lots of pressures. I think with with any job you have. Um, I guess the main pressures that I have around um, the expectations to kind of deliver your work in a short period of time is often tough, but it's also exciting as well when, you, when you've kind of got strict guidelines that you have to work in as a creative um, to deliver something quickly and of high quality. So I kind of love that pressure as well. Um, it's, it's, it's part of the job. So yeah, you've got to love to learn, learn to love it, I guess you say. Have you had an I've made it moment? And if so, what was it? Oh, it's a tough one. I reckon probably came about last year when I worked on a, an, an advertising campaign. This sounds really boring, but for, for an, um, a superannuation company, probably not the most exciting in company. So superannuation, when you, when you work and your money goes into a retirement fund for when you retire, so this company, um, uh, they invest their money ethically, so in sustainable projects and so on, um, which is really great and a strong passion point. Um, and I was lucky enough to work on a project with them where we made a soundtrack using whale song, whale noises, and that formed the base of their entire campaign and um, all the money that was earned via royalties from that campaign were donated back to ocean conservation so back to the whales which was cool but I guess the really kind of I made it moment was when that campaign won an award at the New York Advertising Festival which was which was great so it's it's always nice to do something that you love doing but then when it's recognized by others that's also a really good feeling as well. I've had actually one of those recently when I actually when I joined a band not long ago. Beautiful is that in the thrash metal space as well? Yeah I have well, extreme thrash, but yeah, pretty much. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Nice one. Uh, if you weren't in the entertainment industry, what would you be doing now? What would be doing instead? Um, entertainment aside, it, it's hard to my, imagine myself doing anything but entertainment and music and advertising. But honestly, what I loved before I got into the, this industry, I was working in hospitality ah. um, and I could honestly see myself back behind a coffee machine the kind oh of boy. consistent pattern of like of making coffees, seeing new people every day. It might sound boring, but it's like I, I actually love connecting with new people every single day. Um, and yeah, I could I could see myself behind a coffee machine again, definitely. Same here. I work at Mac, so I guess I technically 
come across in that field, but I don't get the privilege of meeting new people because I work in the back. Oh, so you you are very familiar when I sing but up ba 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 It's yeah. brainwashed in my head. <laughs> Same with the smell. It's uh, it's definitely saturated your mind. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. <laughs> uh, do you have any advice for any inspiring audio industry professionals? Um, keep doing – oh, yeah, that's a tough one. I'd say keep doing what you love doing. Um, no matter what, I think sometimes when people are starting out in the industry, they constantly are doing what they think will impress others, if that makes sense. Um, but I think in today's world, there's so many niches that are popping up that if you keep doing what you love doing, um, you will find a place within your niche and so on. So, um, keep honing your craft and, and, and being the best at what you can do. Well, thank you so much for coming in today and speaking with us on YouthView. And if listeners want to know more about you, where would they go? Thank you so much for having me. Um, you can, I'm, I'm, I'm online and on all the social platforms. If you punch in T-H-O-M Wood Creative into Instagram, you can find me there. Um, you can hit me up on LinkedIn as well at Tom Wood. Um, Tom with an H, that was a, a, a poor choice in finding URLs um, and mm-hmm. also tomwoodcreative.com as well if you want to jump on there. Yeah, the H was annoying when we were trying to re- uh, learn about you. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's fine. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Either way, we hope you've had a great day with us interviewing you and all that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate you, uh, you spending the time with me. Welcome to the second segment of today's episode of Youth View. I'm Sage and... I'm Preston. And we'll be talking to you today about homophobia within the gaming community. If you have ever played a game online, chances are you have come across negativity from the people who are within your game. Derogatory terms are used consistently to insult other players, whether they be gay or not. If you make yourself known that you are a part of the LGBTQ community, you will get harassed, turned on by your own teammates, and in worst case scenarios, doxxed and tracked in real life. People want to feel welcome or find other people in the community that they can feel comfortable around. But if they publicly address their sexuality or gender, then they make themselves at risk of attacks, discrimination, or sexualization. And it's not just games. Platforms that people gather on to meet, such as talk and play together, online, such as Discord, often tolerate and even promote derogatory terms and hate. On server promoter websites, many servers have been displayed that openly discriminate against the LGBTQ community. And the hate doesn't end there, nor does it get any repercussions. But if someone tries to stand in and tell them that what they're doing is wrong, they get called slurs and told that they're a loser or, or that no one cares about what they have to say. While LGBTQ representation is becoming increasingly more accepted and normalized, people still get upset when games show their support for the community and people will go as far as to delete the game and to start spread hate within the game. Personally, I have heard a lot of slurs and insults thrown at people for doing anything that isn't up to the standards of other players. You could be a beginner and they'll hate you so much for not being as skilled and start calling you slurs and other terms that should never be used. So many online games have extremely toxic player bases that either don't care or openly say these things. I've heard a lot of things myself and from other people such as that's so gay or you're so gay. 
get used to describe something bad when there's no need for the word gay to be used to describe something negative. Do you have any experiences that you've heard or could relate to? I've not experienced it personally, but I've witnessed it plenty of times, such as people being called gay and just used as and just use the homosexual slurs. At, at this point, it's becoming really out of hand, and I've been called it myself. See, that's why we as a community need to stop tolerating this offensive behaviour and start to call people out for it. Educate people and shed light on this topic and correct their behaviour by explaining what they're saying is wrong and how to be better. Because if we continue to allow this to happen, this behaviour will just become normalised as it still continues to be with a lot of people still using slurs and insults to their friends and other people, whether it be a joke or not in real life. We can erase the discrimination, but we need more people to start calling people out on their harmful behavior. So next time you are in a game and hear someone saying something that could be really harmful to someone, call them out and don't excuse their behavior. Games should be fun and entertaining, a way to connect with people with similar goals, interests, and identities. Not a place to be toxic and insult those around. So spread positivity instead of hate, and remember to not discriminate on the LGBT community or any other community for that matter. Hi, my name is Sophie, and I am 16 years old, and this is a small but significant part of my story. My story begins in year 8, when I first auditioned for Lord Farquaad in Shrek the Junior, the musical. For the audition, I had to read lines and sing a song, but I had never done anything like that before, so I was really nervous. But it sounded like a lot of fun, and the majority of my friends were doing it, so I decided to go along with it. It really made me step out of my own comfort zone and into somebody else's shoes. When I actually got the role, I felt more proud of myself than I had felt in a very long time. And I think that's why playing Lord Farquaad was definitely my creative awakening. It was something about going to the practices, getting to be a different person and the friendships you build along the way that really made the whole experience so important to me. If I didn't play that role, I don't know where I would be now. And I don't know if I would be pursuing an acting and or music career right now. Thank you for listening to my story, and I hope it might be useful for anyone else who is considering taking a similar career path. Thank you everybody for joining us on YouFeud today. We want to say a huge thank you to Tom Wood for taking the time to talk with us. And don't forget to check his socials out. We hope we educate you on just a few examples of discrimination in the gaming community. This has been Sophie, Max, Preston and Sage on Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative in which you can find them at, at Skilled Creative on all social media platforms. And don't forget to spread a little positivity today. We hope to see you all next week. Thank you and have a great rest of your week.